Hey everybody, this is Petey from SpinRank, and today I'm going to continue my Kang series. So we gave you some bits of the multiple Kangs in the Kang Dynasty by um, Roger Stern, right? So that led you to believe there was a couple of different Kangs set up and at the same time, right? And we've seen different versions of Kang in the Loki and in the um, in this recent Adam uh, Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania. This storyline deals with it, but at the same time, Walter Simonson saw this and said, so saw the Kang dynasty that Roger Stern said, that's not enough Kangs. It's a council, that's a cool idea. We need to have way more Kangs. So, we're going to deal with this storyline, which was the done by Walter Simonson. It's not all Kang related, but it deals with this character from another Roger Stern character, Nebula, who is the granddaughter of um, Thanos, who you can recognize in the movie was Thanos's daughter, but she is a big time supervillain. And I should go back and do a video on her history since they got another Guardians movie coming out. And she was a big time villain when Roger Stern used her. And that's going to lead us to our fall of, um, our fall of, um, what's the name of, of Nebula. But this is still Kang related, but her plans is is really big and she's going to utilize the avengers to do it right and this is the hint using this cover this is the hint of what uh what is going to happen right so let's kind of go through it so this is in the walter samson storyline but we're only going to deal with the kang parts right so from where the last story the last kang dynasty story We had Kang who says he kind of, while his companions were slain, he concealed himself in, in, in this hidden um, time corridor in time, right? Right, and he's gonna possibly return home. You might have destroyed me more just but you're a fool. He said, <laughs> Kang still survives and you have much to fear. So this Kang has survived the Kang dynasty. There's so many other Kangs, hard to tell which one is which, right? And then under the floor, there's a life form. It's like too close. It's sort of an assassin, right? And he... He's quick, he's ready to fight, and he kills the other king. He realizes it's a child. Then who would say, mock the master of time? This is only an orphan of time. <laughs> now orphan no longer, he said. 
and this Kang is a woman, right? We'll call it a Kanglet. And they send in this guy back who survived to the Great Council. So we just saw a council, but this is going to lead us to the Great Council, right? So we're not going to really get into this. We're just going to deal with the, the Kang parts, right? So I went too far. I gave away this, right? So that Kang was teleported into somewhere, and he says, he says, welcome, Great Kang. We who serve time have called you here to see if you want to join us in that service. Step four is when we may see you, right? First we start, we have like story started. It was like three kings, right? And he's saying something's being hidden from us, so show yourself. And when they open up, we see the council of cross time kings, and it's a dozen of them. It's like hundreds, literally thousands of them, right? In the theater. So that's going to lead into where we're going next. So, it is rare for a king to survive. Council war and those that do, we monitor. And if they matter, we may examine them, right? So, this guy with the mustache and goat and beard is kind of the leader of it. So, recognize him to see, we'll see him a lot, right? So, they're offering him membership, right? And he's able to counter uh, assassination uh, in your own council, right? Most unusual. Consider that you already passed your entrance examination. We offer you a provisional membership pending more thorough, con thorough consideration, consideration, right? If you should refuse, <laughs> you would cease to be a survivor. So, excellent. And it said, Nebula will escort you. It said, Nebula, it said, to avoid confusion, we've chosen an individual name. Choose a name you wish, perhaps one that represents your heart's desire. And that king says, Fred. He said, Fred, as in Flintstone. <laughs> and when I saw that, I fell out. I lost it, right? So, um, Listening to this, um, I stopped reading the Avengers and I kind of came back with Walter Simonson was doing it. And he always had like a fun sort of like, you see, it's not, it's not, um, he's not afraid to do a lot of dialogue in these walking and talking scenes because what else can, what else should you do? Right? And he gives him his quarters and she kind of flirts with him, right? And they're looking for the deadliest weapon. They're going to hunt for the deadliest weapon. That's what the council is about. And you'll enjoy it, right? And she's saying, becoming a member of the King Coast is the wisest thing of her career. 
but she's also going in and causing causing stir in the in the Avengers, which is um, um Dr. Jewelry. But I just want to show you the Kang scenes. This is too much to get into this, right? So we're in we're actually at this storyline, right? So uh, to give you the precursor, uh, should I just do this? Marina goes crazy in this storyline. She gets to go to her true nature, and um, Walter Simonson decided that she, her true nature is a Leviathan, right? So as a Leviathan, the Avengers had to try to take out the Leviathan because it's destroying everything. It's creating this big mess. Right, and at the same time, Thor strikes. Um, um, Captain Marvel strikes at the same time. Captain Marvel is gone. And so Mariner, who's been fighting against them and didn't want to hurt Marina uses the ebony blade to kill Marina, right? So there's a lot of energy in this sort of stuff that he was doing, but kind of really harms Black Knight and it kills Marina and she changes back. We wind up what actually happened that Samariner had um, got her pregnant and that caused her to have this harsh change so she could deliver these children which were three and they hatched and then they go they were gone so but who's the father so the avengers saw this and nobody ever did anything with these kids i had a storyline well i still have a storyline for them um but um i realized captain marvel is gone right Marina turns back to normal, but that was basically, it's a, it's a really, I mean, it's a tough one because I like Marina, but, um, you know, Samarina so said he's going to find the kids, but I don't know if he ever found the kids, right? So let's get to the storyline. Set up that, who's going to leave, that's how you know why she's going to leave, because we don't know where Captain, Captain Marvel is, right? So, excuse me, Dane is a mess because he, you know, you're not supposed to take a life. Or anything living with the ebony blade, so it's driving him crazy. And it's also going to lead him to be stiff. So as he's going crazy, he touches the blade and he calms down. Right? So they realize they don't know where, where Captain Marvel is. And they go back, and then we see Dr. Druid is interacting with the Nebula Kang, right? And says she looks different, so she changes her appearance, right? And then shows him something to make him feel like a hero, right? And he becomes a hero, and he fights this, the creature, saves this area. Um, he's like every bit the hero, and she's that's his reward, and he falls for a really bad. So while this um. So Black Knight is getting stiffer, so he gets some armor, so he can move around, right? And at the same time, we see 
Captain Marvel pop up, but she's lost a lot of energy, right? And they gotta get her to the hospital. So now we see <laughs> Nebula kind of dressing up. She turns into a human guys, and she's going to deal with some more stuff, right? In this human guys, but the cane she's been courting has been checking her out too, seeing what she's doing, right? And he starts to watch her and sees what she's doing, seeing that there's more to her plot, right? At the same time, he's watching, the council leaders are watching him. So they're like, what is he doing? So we gotta find out about him. So same time they get to the hospital and see you know, Monica Rambeau is a mess, which is sad. She was one of my favorites, but this is the, the hard part. That's why I don't want to get into the storyline. Basically, um, this is why Roger Stern had to go because um, Mark Grunwald decided that Monica needed to fail as a leader. So Cap would come back. He was like, nope, I'm not, I'm not doing that. So he was fired immediately. And then um, Walter Simonson was like, well, I mean, if we're just gonna, you know, get to a team that I want to do, that'll be fine. I'll, I'll do that. So he set forth the story where, where um, the Avengers would be basically taken apart, right? So as there, we need to figure out who's gonna be the leader. So Nebula comes in. And Nebula uses well, no, actually, it's Doctor Druid uses his power, but she kind of talked him into that. Right? And the Avengers are not really think that's what it is. And none of them were really into it. But Dr. Druid kind of gets them all to, to say him. So he's the leader of the Avengers. Right? So here, there's another storyline we don't really need to get into. We go into the Kang. So we go to, I think I'm missing some, oh, here we go. Right, so the other Kangs confront the Kang about what he's been doing. So he's like, hey, well, we can have a traded knowledge, right? So they trade knowledge and say, hey, this is what no, we need the other, so they have in the mix, right? And they've been looking for the most powerful weapon, which is what Nebula hinted at, right? So it's like, like Nebula's kind of courting with your enemies. In, in his timeline, it's a, she's already after the weapon, right? So they want to find her, but right? And they're gonna search her quarters, right? So at the same time, she's still handling her business, right? So she's got this thing. And now they're struggling that Thor still doubts them. So Thor is a dangerous enemy. So they have him. This is going to be Dr. Drew's final indoctrination of the rest of the Avengers, right? 
And this is fighting like Mecha Godzilla, this big fight. It was kind of nutty, but it was gorgeous and fun. Look at that shot of Thor there. And as they're going through, they see bits of all the other Kangs in her quarters. And they start thinking some of these other Kangs are the, are the traitor. And they say, you, I got stuff from you here. And every one of the Kangs has some bits of weapons in Nebula's space, right? Now, Dr. Druid is So in the same time, Nebula says he can't really, what's the name, is not handling business like he's supposed to. So she's going to do it. And he's like, well, I'm worried about not being, presenting myself real. So I'm going to. Now the Avengers realize that she's been kind of taken over them, right? So. So they're gonna try, the last person they need to get is Thor. Let's see, where am I? I guess I should keep going to the story. So Thor is going in to see what's going on with Monica, I think, right? No, with um with the who's the name? With um with um Dane, with the Black Knight. So sees him and takes him with him away, right? And getting stiffer, stiffer and stiffer as days go on, right? So they see Thor as the greatest threat, but at the same time, the council realize that Nebula is getting, trying to get to the great weapon that they're talking about in time. And they're trying to figure out who the traitor is. But at the same time, they realize that Nebula has messed with the entire mess of Kangs, right? And now, they have to stop her. They have to get after her because she's going after the weapon and she's using the Avengers to do it, right? So they get in there, they meet up, and at the same time, it's all a ruse, right? It's a ruse to get Thor and the Black Knight under control, right? And they kind of drop, but they put something in there to control him, right? So they finally got him, right? And now they monitor the Avengers and they realize she's already captured some dude, the Avengers, right? So now this is the nuttiest part, but the most fun that the Kings have to go out to save the Avengers to stop her from taking this um, time bubble. That's what the great weapon is. But they, here we go right here. We start to go to the time bubble and 
things just explode when they get into it. Even the ones that break through don't really make it. So now using them as slaves, she's going to take them and she's going to try to get the great weapon this time bubble, right? And they hint that Thor can't use his hammer to go back in time, right? So she gives a hint of what happened to the story that she, you know, connected with a Kang and then she replaced them and she joined the team and she's plotting in this sort of story. Right? And this is what's happened, this great weapon that's going to destroy everything. A weapon, a weapon that is the birthright of the granddaughter of Thanos, and she'll have it, right? So she gets the, the team ready. And the kings are like, we got to go save the day. So they get their rocket packs, they get out there, and they go and try to follow the Avengers. And as the Avengers take off, the kings get there. Now, <laughs> the way time should work, they should be able to get there in time, but they just make it out. But I guess Nebula is a Kang herself now, so she can get around that. So they, they now even Kang is in the thrall of Dr. Druid, so they're after him. They got to go keep going. So here we go. We got the Avengers traveling. They're going through time. And what happens? They get to the time bubble, right? And that looks amazing, but it's basically a circle. It's like one of those things like the, what's that thing called? And this is the class to wreck the Avengers. And you see the time bubble. They're trying to break in. But see, this is another bit. This is why we're here. Remember when you see in the quantum mania where there was a million of them at the same time, Walter Simonson had done something as you get close to this time bubble. This is the big difference. The time bubble, as it get to it, gets these alternate things at the same time, right? And at the same time, Dane is out there trying to help out. They're going for the time bubble. But then these Kangs that are on Earth, they go after the Avengers. And they sneak on the Avengers thing. They go through time. Right and they're just about to depart. So they hop on the back. Using, so they did use it. I'm wrong. They did use it. They used that time to get to the weapon. But at the same time, the Kings are falling off. Right? I think this leads to the late, uh, Avengers 300. Right? That's going to be a small bit. I don't even know if we're going to get into that. But um, it is a Kang bit, right? And the Avengers are trying to to fight it. So they're like, you know what? It, you know, the weight, the thing is too heavy. They don't realize they got Kangs on there. So Nebula says, toss out. <laughs> toss. Oh, the Black Knight out, and she does because she's under his total control. But then the Kangs come and they capture and save him, right? He said, None of the Avengers must die yet, right? I'm not sure if the Black Knight is truly, you know, expendable, right? But at the same time, the Kangs are like, We got to break. We got to break Thor out of it. So they break Thor out of it. And but it still makes them move pretty slow. And it's like, they're gonna actually try to kill kill God. But then one of the other Kings is trying to fight against it. You see him 
breaks She-Hulk free and using the ship and whatnot, loses the other two Kangs, right? So now She-Hulk helps Thor out by knocking him around. And Dr. Druid is still under control. Instead of using his power, he tries to be a hero and may drop him like a bad habit. Um, Black Knight gets back on there, saves them from falling right into the time bubble, and She-Hulk starts to pull apart all of her circuitry, but she has one last thing to do. She tries it, but nope, doesn't work out, right? She, you know, she's gone, she's shuttled out, and then we see the other us trying to get into it. The phantoms seem to be heading the same direction, up toward the light, it's getting brighter and brighter, right? And we see Nebula being tossed out. We see Dr. Druid chase after her, and she's gone. And it's uh, the Avengers have been through hell. They leave the time bubble alone. And the last Avenger is um, Jarvis. Now, I should do that story by its own. But to give you a, a brief thing, I'm going to give you this because it's going to be sort of finale in the Avengers of the Kang story that happened. Like, remember when the Kangs were flying off? We had this Kang that fell off from the thing. And so it was getting my full, which I was loving, of Kangs. And, and John Buscema only did layouts, but this is another great page which I think I should maybe use for the cover of it. And he arrives to Earth, and the Earth is a mess. And he's like, I've come to a wrong timeline, another divergent timeline. And he slowly starts to realize this is uh, not, this is the timeline he's been trying to conquer, but it's actually, you know, this infernal thing is messing up the city, right? He starts to see the Avengers, so he's like, you know what, I should join in, right? So read in the Fantastic Two, take care of these um, Nanny and the Widowmaker. So, and some out of nowhere, the Forgotten One comes, who's one of my favorite characters. I like his spacesuit, but I wasn't too bothered by this stuff. King has been following these guys, so he's like, I'm going to put something on them. I'm dropping the growing man here. And this is the growing man done right, right? Growing man gets hit, he expands and gets stronger. And he's like, the master told me to make look different, so he decides to use the buildings and all these sort of animated and animated objects to cover him, and they will be alive around him, right? So this is uh, it's a whole plot line where Franklin was taken by Nanny and become into this big, you know, big, something that was able to utilize his mutant powers. And they steal, um, they steal Franklin and Reed and Sue. This is what brings them into the fray to make them Avengers is trying to get Franklin back, right? And Cap kind of enlisted them since they were home in, I think, Connecticut, right? So Thor's out there, the last, one of the last Avengers fighting these creatures and these new Avengers come to help save the day. And Gilgamesh is like, is he friend or foe? 
but then Captain America's there, and it smooths things out, and we see we see um, the Black Knight who's out of it. This is key to a storyline we'll talk about later. So this is a this is going to be a lot of stuff going on, right? So um, Black Knight is kind of put in this kind of stasis thing, where until they can figure out how to save him, Thor's going to do that or die. So then they're going to try to save their son, Reed's son. And this creature comes out of nowhere, but this creature is being like, you know, what? I got to be cagey, so they don't figure out who I am. He's like, wow, he's just destroying stuff, destroying half the town. And the Avengers are trying to chase after this, but then they have to deal with all these demons. So they're taking on the demons, the same one that's in the X-Men, and they're having this big fight, and they're handling business. And they finally find Franklin, and while his powers are going crazy, she's there, and they save Franklin, right? And then the Avengers take make sure to leave these creatures, right? And then they have one last creature to deal with. Thor hits them, and it grows, and Thor realizes it's already a growing man. So Reed is like, wait a second, I can figure this out. <laughs> and he shoots them with the fantastic car, and it doesn't seem like anything works. And then Thor is like, it didn't work. He hits them, and soon he starts shrinking. He said, the growing man is not the shrinking man. And Thor just turns him into, well, go possibly to the microverse. So they worked out well. And then the end part is not drawn by John Buscema, it's done by Tom Palmer. You can kind of see it in this page here, maybe this page before it. And this shot over Franklin's bed, the Avengers are put together. So, um, so since Kang appeared and he sent the growing man after them, I wanted to do this just because, you know, it was a fun issue, right? And this is the, well, I think I had to cut this out of this video because this is the Avengers lineup that wasn't allowed to continue, right? We stop that. So where we go, we got the Nebula um, seducing the Council of the Cross Time Kings, every one of them. But in that, you got to see the scene that was in the end scene. You got to see the duplicates that you saw with Ant-Man, the duplicates. So you get to see some bits that were in the actual movie. And um, I know I threw in the Kang thing. I'm not sure I'm going to get rid of it, but I might do a separate video with that same thing. All right, spin rack out.